If you're looking for a trusted source of natural supplements, look no further than NutritionW.com. Since 1979, Nutrition World has been a staple in the Chattanooga community with dedicated research specialists that stay ahead of the trends to make sure you have the most reliable products available at the most competitive prices. All of their supplements are vetted for quality, effectivity, and potency and shipped using the utmost care with cold packs included in each and every order. You can shop online now at NutritionW.com and choose from thousands of your favorite supplements, sports nutrition, pet, and specialty food products today. Nutrition World. Partners on your wellness journey. Hey everyone, welcome back to the Holistic Navigator podcast, where we talk about all things holistic health and believe in the body's capacity for self-healing if given the proper nutrients and care. For any new listeners, we just want to take a moment to say welcome, and we're excited that you found the show. My name is Brian Strickland, I'm the producer, and I'm joined in the studio as always by our host, Ed Jones. On today's episode, we're talking about how to protect yourself from infection through natural methods. We've got Dr. Mike Smith joining us today, and Dr. Mike is the Director of Education for Life Extension and a Wealth of Knowledge. So needless to say, we're excited to have the opportunity to speak with him. And on that note, let's go ahead and get the show started. So here's your host, Mr. Ed Jones. Thank you so much, Brian. And today we have a return guest, one of my favorite. I've met him in person. We've we've did a podcast together, uh, Dr. Michael Smith, MD, and he is called the country doctor with a city education. And I have known this gentleman known of him for many, many years. And we finally uh, got to meet a couple years ago and he has spoke in uh, my local city. And I'm just ultimately impressed with his, his smorgasbord of knowledge because he, he has his legs in every avenue and he has vast experience on how can we address certain health issues with the knowledge and the toolbox that is not easy to find because conventional medicine is not trained in this unless they step out of their box. And 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 Dr. Smith has done that. Uh, he's He's been a, a really requested guest on a lot of different shows. He's written a book called The Supplement Pyramid, How to Build a Your Personalized Nutritional Regimen, uh, 25 e-books. He has appeared on the Lifetime Network, Suzanne Summers, frequent guest on so many television shows. Uh, and we could go on and on. And but Welcome to the Holistic Navigator, Dr. Mike. Hey, Ed. It's great to be here. Nice to talk to you again. Well, you know, the timing is uh, is upon us to talk about a topic. And the topic is, what do people like you and I do if we feel that we are coming down with something viral? And maybe bacterial, but really more focused on viral. And, you know, we're not going to be treating any medical conditions here. We're not going to be giving medical advice. So, you know, that disclaimer is very strong. We are here to educate so people can make their own choices, discuss it with their own healthcare professional, uh, realizing that most may be negative unless they have training such as you or have embraced it. Uh, I do want to make a comment that, you know, we're going through a period of time with a lot of fear of the coronavirus. And we just finished and kind of still in the arena of fear of even the flu. And I have been harping on this Google thing for now about eight months because June of 2019, Google changed their algorithm. I typed in yesterday, 
uh, natural alternative options for coronavirus. And guess what popped up? Nothing. Nothing. Yeah, they're 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 kind of stopping all that. <laughs> uh, it, it is going back to the book burning days, and it's just we are being censored. You go to Bing.com, you type in the same exact thing, you get some crap, but you get a lot of good stuff from people like yourself. And it's so frustrating to me. That's why we have to be on the forefront of helping people have ammunition. And when I look back, and I'm always intrigued by the 1918 flu. And because, you know, 25% of the world, I think, was infected with this flu and so many people died. But you know what? On Wikipedia, I was reading this morning to prepare to talk with you. And it was something I had not known. It said in 2007, the analysis of medical journals from that period of the pandemic found that the viral infection was no more aggressive than previous influenza strains. But what caused it to be so horrendously deathly was malnourishment and overcrowdedness. Guess what, people? Malnourishment. What do you think when, you know, the best advice you're getting right now is wash your hands? That sucks. Yeah, that's common sense, but that's not arming ourselves. And the weaker our bodies are, I don't care if, if you have a dog and it's and it, you find it on the side of the road and it's been, you know, not eating and it's sickly, they're going to have a lot more diseases and fleas and everything. That applies to us. So build the body before you get sick is part of it. But at this conversation, Dr. Mike, let's talk about, you know, what your your ideas and what you think people should know if they are, number one, want to prepare for something viral. And secondly, okay, I'm already feeling like crap. Oh boy. Um, what do I need to arm myself with? Yeah, no, that's great. And and I and I just want to say something. Um, you know, related to, you know, Google, uh, you know, uh, not showing in the results, natural remedies anymore. Everything that I'm going to discuss, Ed, with you and your audience today, I, it's referenced. I mean, these are these are from published clinical trials. Right. So and I, and I think that's an important thing to remember that we're not it's not snake oil stuff. Right. We don't I don't do that. Um, if I'm going to suggest something, I need to see the clinical data. And so everything we're going to talk about today all these different nutrients have solid clinical data that they can be helpful during an acute viral syndrome. Um, and this is kind of personal for me. You know, I travel a lot. Um, I did back-to-back-to-back trips. Um, you know, uh, the last trip coming home on the plane, I think about half the the people on the plane were all coughing and hacking. <laughs> mm-hmm. And that night, I started to feel a little weird. You know, a little tickle in my throat, kind of a little achy. And so I did some things um, what that that worked for me and and we can we can talk about you know my my personal approach. But I think what we can do first is um, talk about these nutrients in general, and then I'll, I can share with your audience what actually works well for me. Now, I this this time of the year, um, whether there's coronavirus or not, um, as a matter of fact, there's always coronavirus out there. They're basically common cold. Um, some strains just become a little bit more, um, a little more lethal, if you will. Um, but, but regardless of that, regardless of the current outbreak, I, I think at this time of the year, and, and, and I could make an argument for every single day throughout the year, but at least this time of the year, I hope you and your audience are taking optimal doses of vitamin D. D as in a as dog, right? We, mm-hmm. we have to make sure 
that we are doing the orchestrator of the entire immune system. That's vitamin D. Vitamin D really has a powerful regulatory effect on the entire immune response. And what I mean by that is vitamin D influences in a positive way cytokine production uh, production and control, uh, B cells, T cells, natural killer cells, antigen presenting cells. Basically, when you when you study immunology and you look at all these different arms of the immune system um, and all the different signaling molecules that these cells use to talk to each other, vitamin D has an, a regulatory effect on all of it, not just B cells, but all of the cells, not just one cytokine, all of the cytokines. Uh, and so I, I, I think we're, we're – we're asking our bodies to to do a lot during this time of the year, uh, you know, during cold and flu season, whether or not there's an outbreak or not. If we're not taking vitamin D, we have to get that orchestrator. We got to get this this regulator, this manager, um, in in optimal levels in in our blood. And so that's and that's the next point I want to make. Um, and I'm I'm pretty sure you take vitamin D, right? Absolutely. And also, I know you're going to talk about this, the need for blood testing. Yeah, well, that's where I was going, right? Because <laughs> this is this, especially this time of the year, this is the question I get a lot. Um, well, how much vitamin D should I be taking? And my answer always is, well, what's your blood level? Right. It's it's your blood level that's going to dictate how much you you need. Um, now, it's it's a simple blood test. Life Extension offers it. Your doctor can do it for you. Um, but the range that I like is somewhere between 70 and 80 nanograms per mil of vitamin D in your blood. That's 70 to 80. Mm-hmm. Um, now, th- I got to tell you, Ed, that's a lot higher than conventional medicine. Right. They're going to tell you it should be around 30. Well, I think 30 is deficient. (laughs) Um, When you have a blood level of vitamin D in the 70 to 80 range, that's the range where we see all the positive um, effect in all these research papers that have been published on vitamin D. If you ever read a study, a clinical study about vitamin D and the study failed, I guarantee you it's because they went with the conventional uh, dose and blood level. Um, The conventional dose is about 500 international units in a blood level about 30. That's why that that trial failed. They're not doing near enough vitamin D. So so keep that in mind. I encourage you to get your blood tested. You want to shoot between 70 and 80 nanograms per mil. Um, and so based on where you're at, you might need 1,000 units. You might need 7,000 units. It just kind of depends on, on where you fall there. Um, something that you can remember, Ed, is for every – thousand units that you increase vitamin D um, in your system, you can expect the blood level to go up about eight to 10 points. So if you're at say 50 and we got to get you up to 70, that's, that's, that's probably 2000 extra units you're going to need to take based, uh, you know, from your baseline. So vitamin D is, is it, that's where it starts and it's where it ends. Well, uh, uh, what a perfect explanation. I just want to add one thing to that. You mentioned, uh, again, blood testing is not always super easy for some people. Uh, We have two options, one of which is Life Extension Foundation, who I tremendously respect. I mean, that company has been at the forefront of, of being a gladiator for published scientific information 
that should be in every physician's hands and handbook and offices. And it's just simply not because of the system, how it's broke. But uh, you can do blood testing through Life Extension Foundation that where you can cover everything. Everybody listening, do not expect your physician to do this kind of blood testing. The amount of money that you would spend if you had to pay cash for the amount of blood work at your doc is about $25. You need to have a few hundred dollars worth of blood work. Second option on the Holistic Navigator, you can go to products. You can scroll down to direct labs. You can also order through there. But Life Extension Foundation or the direct labs. So uh, thank you for that wonderful explanation on D. Now, we'll say personally, I've had about 14 blood tests. I have to take 14,000 units to be at about 60 nanograms. You and I both know, because you look at blood work, I look at a lot of it myself. There are people who can do it with 2,000, and there's people who need 20. That's why you what you said is vital. Blood testing is the only way, because you don't feel it. You don't know. Yeah, yeah. No, see, for me, uh, right, I think the last test I took, Ed, I want to say my level was about 74, and I'm on 7,000 units a day. Okay. Now, a few days ago, when I started feeling a little off coming off that plane, uh, the, the flight, um, that, that day and for the next three days, I took 20,000 units. Mm-hmm. And, and that's perfectly fine to go that high for a few days. And what, what I was really doing is I was bringing in the power of vitamin D to get my immune system going before whatever little viral thing I was probably exposed to has a chance to really start to replicate. And that's the key. You know, the minute you start feeling a little weird, whatever that may be for you, for most people, it actually, most viral syndrome, syndromes start with a, a scratchy throat. That's the that's the most common first symptom for people. Hmm. Um, a little a little cough, a little like, <clears throat> oh, what's that? That's your first sign that now's the time to start thinking about some of these nutrients that we're going to that we're discussing here today and start revving them up, because that's your opportunity to really stop that that viral of uh, that virus from spreading pretty quickly. Here's here's the, here's a big tip. If you wait, <laughs> don't wait until you got a fever. Mm-hmm. If you if your fever's kicking in and and it's full blown at that point anything you do is going to be is going it's going to be tough. Uh, at that point you may have to ride that out a little bit. So knowing what those initial symptoms often are, um the aches, the scratchy throat, um that's you know that's where it begins and that's when you want to when you want to act. And so in my case, um I I upped my vitamin D dose significantly for a few days. And I did a few other things. We can talk about that. But I, I do believe it was why I, d- I didn't get sick from that and, and, and did just fine. So that's that's where you have to begin. Um, and and that's that's the focus. Now, personally, I think you should take vitamin D every day, <laughs> um, not just during cold and flu season. So keep that in mind as well. Now, other things that that have been um, shown in research to help with these acute viral syndromes. Um, this, the next one I want to talk about is uh, one of my favorite immune um, boosting nutrients, and it's called lactoferrin. Um, I'm sure you've heard of lactoferrin, Ed. Uh, yeah. lac- lactoferrin um, is found in um, colostrum, uh, early mother's milk, uh, and it passes from the mom to the baby. And it's one of the key compounds that actually stimulate the infant immune system. And, and some of those effects can be carried on into us as adults when we take lactoferrin as a supplement. 
the key the key reason I, I talk about this after vitamin D is because it activates what are called antigen presenting cells. Uh, these are your frontline cells. Basically, these are uh, macrophages, and there's other types, but at the end of the day, that's mostly what they are, macrophages. Uh, these cells basically have an ability to to like touch. Um, cells floating around in your blood and it, and it can recognize when something's not you, when it's foreign and it will gobble that, that foreign cell or virus, whatever it happens to be, it gobbles it up and then it, it, it takes little pieces of it. That's basically what it does. It's kind of cool. takes little pieces of it and displays these pieces out on its cell surface. So these antigen presenting cells, when they found something foreign, they now are activated and they have these antigens sticking out of their cell membrane. And then that's how the B and T cells get involved. They recognize those antigens on, on, the, on the macrophages and the B and T cells um, at that point really kick in. So the fact that lactoferrin um, is activating these frontline cells. I think it's a key one to do the minute you start feeling um, a little a little weird. So you got vitamin D going first, right? That's your orchestrator, that's your regulator, and then follow that up with lactoferrin because now you're building up uh, frontline defenses. There's also some evidence, although it's not as strong, um, uh, but there is evidence that lactoferrin can also upregulate a type of cell called a natural killer cell. And these are these cells are, man, these cells are tough cells. These these are these these cells are locked and loaded and ready to kill things. Uh, again, they're part of the um, front line defenses. So lactoferrin, to kind of summarize it, is really all about front line defenses. So you got vitamin D that's orchestrating everything, and then now I'm revving up my front line defenses. And 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 the 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 I I believe the appropriate dose based on a couple studies of lactoferrin, it's about 1,200 milligrams a day. Now, that's, that's higher than a standard dose. I think most standalone lactoferrin products are probably 200, maybe 400 milligrams a day. Um, but, I, but the 1,200 milligrams for just a few days, remember, you're only doing some of this stuff for three or four or five days as, you're, as, you're, as you start to feel weird and you start getting better. Um, so you're not going to do this high dose of lactoferrin every day, but just for three or four days during this acute viral syndrome, that's the dose that really shows the best activation of the antigen presenting cells. I love that. And let me add one uh, personal comment. Uh, two things. One is I know that you uh, you and I both totally agree on this. When you look at a bottle of any of these nutrient immune stimulants or whatever you would to call them, the dose on it is kind of mainly a maintenance dose in many cases. And you have to be willing to embrace what we call a therapeutic dose, which is what you're just saying. Secondly, a personal story. My daughter is going to be turning 30 years old next month. And when she was born, I had read a book by Dr. Galland. He was a pediatrician who was way ahead of his time called Super Immunity for Children. Well, he had, I gave my daughter Katie uh, Flaxol, not knowing that it wasn't as good as fish because we didn't have that. It was 30 years ago. And I gave her colostrum, uh, multivitamin and probiotics. I uh, did Natrin's probiotic and powder. And the only Week, the only two times she ever got sick in the first three years was when I ran out of colostrum, which is lactoferrin. And it just so it burned its uh, image in my mind. I was like, 
We went on a trip and I didn't take the colostrum. That was the only two times in three years. The stuff is awesome. And, you know, it's kind of off the radar screen. You don't hear about it much. So thank you, Dr. Mike, for talking about lactoferrin colostrum. I'm going to add that to my toolkit. Yeah, for sure. I, and it's because I do travel a lot. So that's one of my basic uh, um, immune support supplements that I take I take every day. Mm-hmm. Um, so now, so so again, just to kind of summarize where where we're, where we've been and where we're going with this conversation. So we we're feeling a little funky, feeling a little weird. The first thing we want to do is bring vitamin D in. Hopefully, you're taking it anyways. Um, but you may want to bump up that dose a little bit. Um, as I said, when I started feeling funky, I went to like twenty thousand units. Um, and again, for a few days, that's perfectly fine. Uh, vitamin D is that regulator, that orchestrator of the entire response. So you got to get that up, and then we bring in lactoferrin that helps with these front line defenses. The second, the third thing that I like then um, is DHEA. Now that is a hormone. I know the minute I start talking about hormones, people get a little like, "Oh, I don't want to mess with with my hormones." But DHEA um, is is so important to B cell and T cell maturation that it, it really, it, it, it has to be taken at, at, at this point because not only do I want my frontline defenses up, I wanna make sure that my B, tel, B cells and T cells are primed and ready to go and that's what DHEA does. Now, if you don't wanna take a hormone, that's fine. You can just do this for a few days. It's, it's, it's not gonna affect overall, um, uh, your, your overall hormone profile. If you do 200 to 400 milligrams a day of DHA for a week, let's say, it's not going to really have that much of effect to the other hormones. Um, but it's, but since I got those frontline manager or the frontline defenses going, now I want to bring in the real soldiers, right? The, the ones carrying the heavy guns, the, the, um, the real fighters coming in and that's your B and T cells and DHEA is is really um, important for that. So that's the third one that I like to add. So now if you kind of look take a step back, I'm I'm doing the I'm doing vitamin D, which is my my regulator of the entire thing. I'm doing my frontline defenses with lactoferrin and now I'm I'm activating the real soldiers, the B and T cells. So I've just primed my all the different levels of my immune system with with three over-the-counter simple um, um, supplements. And right there, I think you're well on your way um, to taking care of that acute viral syndrome that you might be going through. Now, the next set of nutrients. Well, before you get to the next set, I have to know your recommended dosing on DHEA because, see, you know, I've been doing this 41 years. That's one thing I have never recommended because it's just off my radar. What would a man and woman take or what would whoever with their feeling under the weather? Oh, it's yeah, it's 200 to 400 milligrams a day if you're feeling really? under the weather. Yeah. Now, is that once a day in the morning? Yeah, you can take it in the morning. Okay. Um, you know, I prefer actually the higher dose of that. Again, don't don't get too, you know, worried here because you're only doing these, I mean, we're talking about an acute viral syndrome, right? Mm-hmm. So we're not, we're not talking about, you're going to stay okay. on 400 milligrams a day of DHEA for the rest of your life. If you, if you wanted to, you got to start taking your blood tests, right? right. Um, and, and so that's, that's not what we're talking about okay. here. We're talking about, you're just feeling a little weird. Um, you know, keep some DHEA ready to go in your, in your supplement cabinet. You're feeling a little weird, 200 to 400 milligrams a day for maybe four or five days. Well, and, and, and what you said is so important. And I tell people this all the time, 
Don't wait until you get sick to put your toolbox together. It can be Saturday night. Uh, you can't get out or there's bad weather, whatever. Get this stuff and have it handy. So what if you throw it away two years from now if you don't get sick? It's not that expensive. So thank you for that. And I do take DHA myself. I do it in the morning. I only do 25 milligrams, but I'm going to start having 100 milligram in my cabinet. Yeah, no, I think that I think that's that's that that higher dose for a few days is what's really going to prime those B and T cells. Okay, lovely. Um, now, the, what, now one other nutrient that that belongs in this in this first group, and I can't believe I almost forgot to talk about it, Ed. Uh, believe it or not, is melatonin. Um, melatonin, which I think most people know is mostly for sleep, circadian rhythms, right? Um, what people may not understand about melatonin is it's, it's a, it is a powerful immune booster. Um, it upregulates antigen presenting cells. It upregulate, uh, upregulates T cells and B cells and can even increase responses to something called interleukin-2, which is an Im- incredibly important communicator between B and T cells. So don't – melatonin um, – and it's going to help you sleep too. You know when you're not feeling well, sometimes it's hard to get a good night sleep. Um, so a little bit of melatonin can also help. Now the dose is a little bit higher than what you would normally do just for sleep. I do suggest between um, six to nine milligrams – Mm-hmm. of melatonin again just for three or four days well I, I, I love that because it's funny i have been scouring the literature on the relationship of melatonin with people with cancer and you know the fact that it stimulates the immune system is so dramatic and we know that people especially women who have very low doses of it are more susceptible to, to bad diseases so thank you for sharing that yeah, so that kind of so that right there rounds out kind of the the first group of nutrients. And in these first group of nutrients was all about your own immune system, right? The mm-hmm. orchestrator, vitamin D, the frontline defense defenses with lactoferrin, the B and T cells along with DHEA and melatonin. That's th- these are things that are stimulating your own immune response and that's the first thing you want to do. You got to get your immune system up and ready to go as we get older. For a variety of different reasons, our immune system can become sluggish. And it's one of the reasons that infections like the like the flu, for instance, um, can be much more deadly in people over 65. They're just their immune system just takes a takes a little longer than it should to get going. So rev up those defenses with those first four um, supplements. Now, once you've done that, there are some um, interesting nutrients that have been shown to have antiviral effects, um, specifically against common cold like rhinovirus, coronavirus, um, influenza virus. Now, I'm not saying these things can specifically treat the coronavirus that's going out there right now. I'm not saying that, but there have been studies on all of these showing it does have, uh, these, these nutrients do have antiviral effects for the types of viruses floating around out during the, during the winter months. So the first one is garlic, without a doubt. Uh, garlic has a direct viral killing effect. Um, as a matter of fact, there was one study that showed they had, uh, and this was a long um, study over um, uh, the entire um, flu season and cold season. There was maybe like 5,000 people in the first group on garlic extract. 5,000 not on, and they found 63% more colds in people not taking the garlic. 
That's pretty. Yeah, that's pretty. That's pretty impressive. Um, now, garlic has other immune effects too. It, it it has some of the same effects really as lactoferrin as some of those frontline defenses. But but I think lactoferrin is better for frontline defenses. I think mm-hmm. garlic really is is best for its direct viral killing effect. Now it's a high dose. Um, to get that direct viral killing effect, you're talking about five thousand milligrams a day. Okay. Of a garlic extract. Again, it's only for a few days, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. right? It's not your standard dose. You're not. That's not the cardiovascular dose. It's not the standard immune dose. It's pro- that's probably more about 500 milligrams a day. Mm-hmm. But to really rev it up, really get that garlic extract into your system at the higher dose, you're going to have a better um, effect against against the viruses. So that's garlic. Um, the next one. Um, is one of my favorites, and it's it's something I always do if I start feeling a little bit weird, and that's zinc, mm-hmm. right? Zinc lozenges are um, very powerful. Um, they have been shown to inhibit uh, specifically the rhinovirus and maybe even some strains of the coronavirus, um, and they inhibit these viruses by um, blocking the ability of these viruses to bind to the mucosal cells in your sinuses because that's how that's how the cold viruses and, and influenza viruses get in right and they they get in these are respiratory viruses. they get into your nose they get into your upper respiratory system and they're binding to these mucosal cells that are lining your system and that's where the infection begins and that mucosal lining begins to break down and that's where they can start replicating and that's when spread happens so zinc has been shown to actually inhibit these viruses from attaching uh, to those mucosal cells. Um, dosing's a little weird here. I think the, the lozenge I like to do is ionized zinc, and it's, I think, about 24 milligrams in each one. And I will do that. I'll do one of those about two to three times a day for mm-hmm. three or four days. Now, at that point, you got to stop because if you take that much zinc all the time, then you're going to start having some issues with other nutrients. So it's important that you just do this for a few days, but three or four lozenges for three or four days is going to really prevent a lot of those viruses from attaching to uh, the mucosal cells. So that's zinc. Um, from there, now this one's going to sound maybe a little um, interesting to you, Ed. It's it's a medicine. It's an over-the-counter medicine mm-hmm. that is normally used to treat heartburn. And, and let me guess, Tagamet, right? Yeah. <laughs> I love it. I only have six drugs that I ever recommend or love. Tagamet's one of them. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. It's And so not, and not only is it um, able to help with heartburn, um, it also is able um, – and, and here's 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 where I think the best research is with it, and but so I have to take a step back to make sure your audience understands this. When you have so the immune system has cells that activate and turn on the immune system, but then there are also suppressor cells. These cells turn off the immune system when everything calms down, and that's there's so your body balances these activators versus the suppressors. Um, when you need to turn on the immune system because of an acute viral infection, the activators are high, the suppressors are low. And then once the infection is clearing, that begins to shift. And you see the suppressor cells come up so that we don't overdo it with our immune system. Uh, there's a lot of good studies that show um, as we age, one of the key characteristics 
of an aging immune system. It's called immunosenescence. Just an aging immune system is the suppressor cells are too active. They're too high. And so when you're hit with something as you get older, um, one of the reasons you might be a little sluggish in responding is because of these suppressor cells. They're too high. Well, there's good evidence showing that cimetidine or tagamet actually reduces those suppressor cells, allowing the active cells to kick in, and that brings your immune system uh, forward and able to fight um, a lot of these uh, viruses. Now, there are um, several studies showing that it is um, has has a viral direct viral killing effects on influenza rhinovirus and even rotavirus which is a gastrointestinal virus and you're looking at about 800 milligrams a day again that's a higher dose than what you would normally take mm-hmm. um for heartburn right i think it's only like 50 milligrams 100 milligrams i'm not sure but in this case the 800 milligrams is what was done in these studies to show specifically the reduction of the suppressor cells so cimetidine is something you might want to have in your supplement cabinet as well <laughs> I love that. I love that, Dr. Mike. You have refreshed my memory on on a couple things that I just completely fell off the wagon with. So this is going to be added to my new protocol. Yeah, that's great. And the last thing I would say um, is uh, always remember that um, um, viruses hate bitter herbs. Mm-hmm. Viruses hate bitter herbs. And so that's where things like aronia, andrographis, astragalus, um, you know, these are these also are pretty potent antiviral type um, herbs. Uh, there's bitter melon is another one. So just remember, herbs hate bitter viruses. I like to keep some andrographis paniculata on hand um, and, and, you know, just for a little extra support after I've done some of these other nutrients. So there's something else to remember. Man, you have filled my brain. And I know this will be so helpful to so many people who are in, who are kind of crashing with fear and it's unreasonable fear people. We have, if we can nourish it, we have the arsenal that can win almost any war there is. We were given a divine healing power by nature, but we do, as you said, Dr. Mike, we tend to get weaker with age. We have to strengthen it and you're not going to strengthen it by, you know, doing most pharmaceuticals or just washing hands. That's not the choices to make. So stock your cabinet with all of this. Be ready for it and rest and be less fearful. Mm-hmm. So th- thank you, Dr. Mike, so much. I know we're going to be uh, having you every six months if you're uh, willing to do that, because um, I mean, I don't know of hardly anyone who has the experience and the uh, the perspective that you have. So Thank you for being on The Holistic Navigator. All the best to you and all the best to my listeners. Uh, thank you for listening. We still are in the, about the top 200 of the uh, podcast under the Alternative Healthcare. I'm so proud of it. So proud of everyone who's supporting it. And have a great and fearless day. Thank you. The information on this podcast and the topics discussed have not been evaluated by the FDA or anyone of the medical profession and is not aimed to replace any advice you may receive from your medical practitioner. The Holistic Navigator assumes no responsibility or liability whatsoever on the behalf of any purchaser or reader of these materials. The Holistic Navigator is not a doctor, nor does he claim to be. Please consult your physician before beginning any health regimen.